after day they pour forth speech. Siku baada siku zinatoa habari. Night after night they display knowledge. Usiku baada usiku zinatangaza maarifa. There is no speech or language. Hakuna msemo wala lugha where their voice is not heard. Ambapo sauti zao hazisikiki. Their voice goes out into all the earth. Sauti yao imeenea duniani pote. And their words to the ends of the world. Na maneno yao yameenea mpaka misho ya dunia. And he's saying Naye anasema In the heavens katika mbingu He has pitched tent for the sun Amepiga hema kwa ajili ya jua Which is like a bridegroom Ambalo linafanana na bwana harusi Coming forth from his pavilion Akitoka chumbani mwake Like a champion Kama shujaa Rejoicing to run his course Afurahivyo afurahivyo kukamilisha kushindana kwake It rises at one end Kuchomoza upande mmoja of the heavens wa mbingu and makes it circuit to the other na kufanya mzunguko wake hadi upande mwingine and it says nothing is hidden from its heat na anasema hakuna kilichofijika joto lake and then now alafu sasa you go back to the book of romans urudi tena kwenye kitabu cha warumi sasa and he's saying here na anasema hapa that today ya kwamba leo hii is so critical ni nyeti kabisa is going to the cross anaenda msalabani that if man will not celebrate him ya kwamba kama wanadamu hawatamsherekea his rocks will celebrate him hizi miamba zitamsherekea romans chapter 8 warumi sura ya 8 turn with me there gauka pamoja nami pale romans chapter 8 warumi sura ya 8 hallelujah hallelujah as we begin this service tunapoanza ibada hii why did he answer them like that je kwa nini aliwajibu namna hiyo Romans chapter 8 I'm reading verses you can start 19 25 I can start 17 also 25 Warumi sura ya 8 nasoma kuanzia mstari wa 17 hadi 25 I can begin 17 because to recap Naweza kuanzia Anasema verse 17 Mstari wa 17 Now if we are children Hivyo ikiwa sisi ni watoto Then we are heirs basi tu waridhi heirs of god waridhi wa mungu and co heirs with christ waridhi pamoja na kristo if indeed we share in his suffering nam mradi tu tukishiriki katika mateso yake provided we share in his suffering mradi tu tushiriki katika mateso yake in order that we may share in his glory ili kwamba tukapate kushiriki katika utukufu wake that on the day he's glorified when he comes we are glorified also ya kwamba siku atakapotukuzwa akija the day he's revealed siku atakapofunuliwa nasi pia tutakapokuja glorified wakati atakapokuja tutatukuzwa then he says the following halafu anasema yafuatayo verse 18 I consider that our present suffering is not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Look at the way he begins there. He takes a scale. And when he takes that balance. He takes all the suffering you can ever think about for walking holy on this earth. You know when you walk holy, the world will hate you. The people of the world will hate you because they live in sin. They will always hate you. Anachukua mateso yote yote kabisa ambao unaweza kufikiria uliwaipitia katika dunia hii wakati unatembea katika utakatifu kwa sababu When you walk in holiness in this world because of the sin in this world 
the way they hated Jesus they will hate you they must hate you kwa sababu unapotembea katika utakatifu katika dunia hii kwa sababu ya dhambi iliyomo katika ulimwengu huu kama vile walivyomchukia Yesu pia lazima wakuchukie wewe because when you walk in holiness kwa sababu ukitembea katika utakatifu you literally testify against them kimsingi unashuhudia dhidi yao and that's why they will attack you ndio sababu watakushambulia but i'm saying lakini ninasema that is saying that even if you take all the blackmail the abuse the everything you suffer put on one side of the scale ya kwamba hata kama ukichukua dhihaka zote matusi na kila kitu ambacho unapitia na uweka upande mmoja wa ratili and then halafu you sum up all the troubles you can ever have ever have on the earth for a holy christian life uweka jumla ya yale majaribio yote na mateso yote ambayo unaweza kupitia duniani kwa ajili ya kuishi maisha matakatifu ya kikristo and then you take the glory that will be rewarded you and put on this side halafu uchukue ule utukufu ambao utakutuzwa wewe halafu uweke upande huu the new jerusalem yerusalemu mpya the eternal home of the righteous nyumbani kwa milele kwa wenye haki the new heaven and new earth mbingu mpya na dunia mpya you being a co-heir with christ wewe ukiwa mrithi pamoja na kristo the glorious body that never dies you will have mili mwili wa utukufu ambao haukufi kama kabisa utakuwa like the one speaking with you the glorious one one of them is in a glorious body you can see over there kama yeye azungumzaye pamoja nanyi mmoja wao yuko katika mwili wa utukufu kama mnavyoona sasa that glorious body is eternal mwili huo wa utukufu That's why you see that the one that died came back in that glorious body though they share one body. Ndio sababu mnane kwamba yeye ambaye alikufa alirudi katika mwili huo wa utukufu hivi wanashiriki mwili mmoja. But if you consider the new Jerusalem the new heaven new earth glorious body. Lakini ukichukua Yerusalemu mpya mbingu mpya dunia mpya mwili wa utukufu the new Jerusalem Yerusalemu mpya the new earth new heaven dunia mpya mbingu mpya the glorious body mwili wa utukufu and everlasting life na maisha ya milele and an, an everlasting wedding feast of the lamb celebration that never ends na karamu ya harusi ya mwanakondoo sherehe ambayo kamwe haiishi when you take that ukichukua hizo it's like it's no comparison you cannot even compare anasemea, there is no basis for comparison anasema kwamba hata hauwezi kuzilinganisha kabisa There is no basis for comparison. Hakuna kabisa mahali popote pa kulinganisha. There is no basis for comparing them. Hakuna mahali pa msingi pa kuzilinganisha. So he says, I consider our present suffering. Kwa hivyo anasemea kwamba nayehesabu mateso yetu ya wakati huu. That they are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Kuwa si kitu kulinganisha na utukufu utakaodhihirishwa kwetu. He says, the creation waits in eager expectation for the sons of god to be revealed anasema kwa maana uumbaji unangojea sana kwa shauku kudhihirishwa kwa watoto wa mungu that is amazing hiyo yashangaza the reason our reference scripture is verse 39 sababu ambayo andiko letu la kurejelea ni mstari wa 39 of the book of luke 19 ya kitabu cha luka 19 when the pharisees try to stop the celebration wakati mafarisayo walijaribu kusimamisha sherehe and jesus said tonight today na yesu akasema kwamba leo hii stop, these tones will shout out kama wakikoma mawe haya yatapiga kelele they'll celebrate the lord watamsherehekea bwana and then that is creation halafu huo ni uumbaji creation will celebrate the lord ya kwamba uumbaji utamsherehekea bwana does it creation response to the voice of god je inamaanisha ya kwamba uumbaji unaitikia sauti ya mungu the non human creation ule uumbaji usio wanadamu and then now here halafu sasa hapa he says creation 
the other creation that they are waiting eagerly with great expectation for the sons of God to be revealed. And we know that the sons of God they will be revealed the time of rapture, the day of rapture, the moment of rapture. When finally their clothes will remain here and they will be missing on the earth. So this has been a son of God. When a woman will go to the reporting center and say my husband has disappeared, his watch, his clothes and his shoes are there but I don't find him. That is when the world will say hey, do you mean he was a son of God? Because that is the day when they will be revealed in absentia. They have gone. They have been taken into glory. Kumbe alikuwa. So he was a son of God. That is how they will be revealed on the day of rapture. And when they come back with the Messiah, Revelation 1911, riding white horses, again they will be revealed to creation on the earth. And he's now saying here that all creation, the lakes, the rivers, the oceans, the trees, the rocks, that they are sensitive to God. Romans 8, I'm reading 19. It says the creation await in eager expectation for the sons of God to be revealed. And he's saying in other words that if the first part of the revealing of the sons of God is at rapture when finally they are glorified and leave everything that clothes what on the earth and be glorified into glory. That if the first part is to be revealed at rapture hey, then he's saying that wow that means all creation the trees the oceans the lakes the rocks they are waiting eagerly in great expectation for the rapture of the church is the church waiting these are rocks these are stones and mountains. And he says, the other creation, the non-human, they are waiting in great expectation and in eagerness. They are eagerly waiting in great expectation for the day when the sons of God will be revealed. Hallelujah. And that's why I said be careful if you don't prepare the way for the coming of the Messiah. The stones and the rocks they will prepare. And he's saying 
nation are aware ya that the Messiah, their creator will come. Ya kwamba ule uumbaji mwingine unajua vizuri kabisa ya kwamba Masia muumbaji wao atakuja. Hey. Hey. What a powerful wonder. Ni ajabu kuu namna gani? And what a rebuke to the church. Na nikemeo kuu namna gani kwa kanisa? Right away there I can ask you. Moja kwa moja pale naweza kuwauliza. Church of Christ on the earth. Kanisa la Kristo duniani. Are you waiting eagerly in eager waiting eagerly in great expectation for the coming of the messiah if the rocks and the mountain are doing that are you doing that is that what the church is doing today je unangojea kwa shauku je unangojea kwa hamu na gamu je unangojea sana katika matarajio makubwa kabisa kwa ajili ya kuja kwa masia let us watch and see what the spirit of the lord said in vihiga here wacha tuone na kutuone kila ambacho roho wa bwana alisema vihiga pale Then he began to announce to mountains and oceans to prepare the way. Halafu akaanza kutangazia milima na mabahari kuandaa njia. In other words, kwa maneno mengine, if human beings will not prepare the way for the coming of the king of creation. Kama wanadamu hawataandaa njia kwa ajili ya kuja kwa mfalme wa uumbaji. The other creation will. Ule uumbaji mwingine utaandaa. And he told the Pharisees. Na akawaambia mafarisayo. That if they don't celebrate the Lord today. Ya kwamba kama hawatamsherehekea Bwana leo hii. Today these rocks will celebrate the Lord. And telling them that even the rocks are created by him. For him to worship God. But he's saying here in Romans. Romans chapter 8 is beginning to develop this very powerful moment in the church. Verse 19. Romans chapter 8. The creation awaits eagerly. Are you also awaiting eagerly? Awaits eagerly and in great expectation for the day when the sons of God will be revealed. And we all know that the day that the sons of God sons meaning sons and daughters sons of God in sonship will be revealed is the day of rapture. When finally they will go missing on the earth. 
they will go they will disappear from the earth watatoweka duniani okay they will disappear from the earth and then people will ask where are they where are they and then they will hear that God has taken them up then everybody will get to know oh so that guy has been a son of God oh so this one has been a son of God that is the day that the sons of God will be revealed why did Jesus tell the Pharisees that if man cannot celebrate this day today the rocks will shout and celebrate because they are aware of this day version for you. What a moment in the church. Where now creation is going to rebuke the church. Creation will rebuke the generation. How fallen can you be as a generation? For now creation, the inanimate creation, those who have no thinking, those who have no logic, how bila uzima we can we can send without life no who have no logic for them now to rebuke you kwa zile ambazo ambazo hazina ufahamu kwa kwa hizo sasa kukukemea wewe he says here anasema hapa in amplified kwenye tafsiri ya amplified verse 19 mstari wa 19 for even the whole creation kwa maana viumbaji uumbaji wote all nature asili zote wait expectantly and long honestly for God's sons to be made known wait for the revealing wait for the revealing the disclosing of their sonship hallelujah hallelujah and he's saying all creation the stones and nature he says here that the whole creation plus nature wait expectantly is that the way you have waited for the coming of the messiah the human being the church wait expectantly 
constantly says. And long, honestly, long. Have you really long? Has this generation longed, longed for the coming of the Messiah? What a moment in the church. And long for the coming of the Messiah. For the day when the sons of God are going to be revealed. For the rapture. If the mountains, they long. They honestly long. They are longing. I long. I long. They are hungering and thirsty. Is that the way the church of Christ has longed for the coming of the Messiah? Is that the way they have? have longed for the coming of the Messiah? The answer is no. But look at them here. He gives reason here. In verse 20 he says, For the creation nature was subjected to frailty, to futility, and condemned to frustration. Not because of some intention of fault on his part, but by the will of him who was who so subjected it, yet with hope. And he's saying, that the entire creation here, verse 20, they long so much. Verse 19, wait expectantly and long honestly for the day of rapture, for the day of revealing the sons of God. That is creation. And he gives the reason down there, verse 20, for the creation, the nature was subjected to frailty and to futility and condemned to frustration not by its fault. Let me read for you who, by whose fault. Genesis chapter 3. Turn with me there. The book of Genesis chapter 3. We are reading 14 all the way to 19. It says, So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all the livestock and all the wild animals. You will crawl on your belly and you will eat the dust and all the days of your life verse 15 I'll put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers and you will crush your head and you will strike his heel to the woman he said, how greatly increase your 
pain in childbearing. With pain you'll give birth to children. Your desire will be for your husband. And he will rule over you. And to Adam he said. Because you listened to your wife. And ate from the tree about which I commanded you. You must not eat of it. Cursed is the ground. Cast is creation. Cast is the soil. Cast is the ground. Just translate me. Cast is the soil. Cast is the ground. Cast is creation. He says, Cast is the ground because of you. And that's why he said, When God put all creation under frailty and futility, and he condemned them to frustration eternal rather not eternal to frustration he said not because of what they did but because of what man did and he said cast is the soil cast is the rock cast is the ground through again cast the ground because of you through painful toil you will eat of it all the days of your life and it will produce thorns and thistles for you look at the judgment when he cast the soil look at the judgment that came out of the soil the curse the curse that befell the soil producing thorns and thistles when he, when he cast creation the non-human creation because of the fall the sin of man look at what came out of it it says it will produce thorns and thistles which is cast the sign of the curse thorns and thistles for you and you will eat the plants of the field. Then he said, you will eat plants of the field. We thorns there. Then you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of thy brow, you will eat your food. Until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken, for dust you are, and to dust you return. So this is very powerful. He's saying that when Adam fell. When Adam and Eve fell, the curse they attracted from God did not only strike man with death, but struck creation. And the creation was then subjected to futility. Subjected to frustration. Meaning creation was different from this, what we have today. And the sign of the curse, he said, they will produce thorns now. 
that nature creation creation has been cursed ya kwamba uumbaji umelaaniwa hallelujah hallelujah let's go back again there wacha turudi tena pale the book of romans chapter 8 our lead kitabu cha warumi sura 8 kitabu chetu cha mwongozo because remember kwa sababu kumbuka it all began when jesus said if you don't I'll tell these stones to celebrate God. Yote ilianza wakati Yesu aliposema kwamba kama hamtasherekea basi nitaambia mawe haya kumsherekea Mungu. What a moment in the church. Ni wakati wa namna gani kanisani. That if you don't prepare the way. Ya kwamba kama hamtandanjia. He will tell the rocks and creation to prepare the way. Ataambia mawe pamoja na uumbaji wa amdai njia. And he's saying here. Naye anasema hapa. As we move on again verse 20. Tunapoendelea mbele tena mstari wa 20. For the creation was subjected to frustration kwa umbaji wote uliwekwa chini ya ubatili was subjected to futility uliwekwa chini ya utupu not by his own choice sio kwa chaguo lao mwenyewe but by the will of the one who subjected it to subjected it bali kwa mapenzi yake yeye aliyevitisha in hope and then he puts hope there in hope katika tumaini halafu anaweka tumaini pale then he goes on verse 21 halafu anaendelea mstari wa 21 that the creation itself ya kwamba uumbaji wenyewe will be liberated from his bondage of decay from his bondage to decay utawekwa huru kutoka katika utumwa wa uozo wake and brought into the glorious freedom of the children of god on the day they are revealed kuna kuleta katika uhuru wa utukufu wa watoto wa mungu katika siku watakapodhihirishwa he say anasema that creation has been frustrated ya kwamba uumbaji umebatilishwa creation has been judged hukumu uumbaji umehukumiwa because of the fall of man the sin of man kwa sababu ya mwanguko mwanadamu so now they are trying to produce but they cannot hivi basi sasa wanajaribu kuzaa lakini hawawezi frustration of utility means the following you are trying but you can't achieve you try all your best you can't achieve you try again you can't achieve under so much pressure and the same creation is always trying but subjected to frustration futility if you look at amplified he says verse 21 that nature creation itself will be set free from its bondage to decay and corruption and gain an entrance into the glorious freedom of God's children hallelujah what is god saying The Lord is essentially saying that when Jesus went to the Calvary cross on Calvary He did not go to die for you alone He did not go to bring salvation for mankind alone That he went to bring salvation to all humanity and all creation and he say that when jesus went to calvary and he died for the sin of the world He essentially died for the sin of the universe. Oh, let me put it better for you. That when man sinned, and God struck with judgment. That cast cast 
the entire creation universe. And when Jesus went on the cross, died and resurrected, that he saved you, he liberated you, the church. But it's amazing that the other creation has not yet been set free, has not yet been saved. They're waiting for the day when they'll be saved. And he's saying that when they will be cut free from the bondage of sin and decay and corruption, but there is so much there for the church. Because he's saying that the other creation is waiting also for the day of their salvation. The day when they will be cut from the bondage, set free. Set free from the bondage to decay. Meaning sin, meaning death, decay is death. Bondage to corruption. That is sin. To be set free from all the wickedness of the world. That means they are also looking forward to when God will come and redeem them so that they can now be free. He said, when the sons of men are set free and revealed, that they may also join them and enjoy the new heaven, new earth, that there will be a creation free from sin. They are waiting for it. That the mountains are waiting for salvation. The oceans are waiting for salvation. The rocks are, no wonder he said, if you don't celebrate today, these rocks will celebrate because they are sensitive to the day. They are aware. That when man fell to sin, the curse of God touched man and creation. And he's saying they went away, right away went into the bondage to sin. And they were bonded to sin. They right away went into bondage to decay. They began to die also. They right away went to bondage to corruption. And he's saying that because of the pressure from sin that creation the rocks and mountains they are aware that the Messiah is coming. That's what the Lord is saying there. They are aware that there is a day coming. And they are eagerly waiting expectantly. That is the word of God that never lies. That the other creation, no wonder when he sends me to talk to the sun, the sun listens to me. Like what you see on your screen now. That when he sends me to talk to the son. With the voice of God. The words of God. The son 
obeys. And the sun begins to clap. And he began in Nakuru main altar. When I said, let us clap for the Lord. And as we began, the sun clapped in rhythm with us in Nakuru main altar. Hallelujah. Nakuru main altar. When I said, let us clap to the Lord. Then, then, oh, at that moment, the sun clapped in rhythm. And then Central Park, the meeting now came to a stop. Now the Lord decided to stop the meeting. And they, that they may know that the son obeys the words of these two prophets. That they may know that the son obeys the words of, of these two prophets. There is no problem at all. The, the words of these two prophets. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That I can say that I'm going to a meeting. And when I get there, when the, the, the son at my presence, the son will obey the words I'm saying today and it will clap for me on that day. It will clap for the Lord in recognition that the son obeys the words of my tongue. So that the sun will clap and he stopped the meeting and Kisumo at that big, big mega conference and at Central Park he stopped the meeting. The Lord is saying, be careful now. And he's saying here, in verse 21, that, then, that nature, creation itself, will be set free from his bondage to sin. Bondage to decay. And bondage to corruption. And gain an entrance into the glorious freedom of God's children. That is amazing. The Lord is telling us that when Jesus brought salvation, salvation was not for you alone. Salvation was for the universe. That is just how mighty Jesus is. He died that he may restore everything back to the Lord. And what is amazing to me is the Holy Spirit is saying here. He is saying that creation is aware they are right now under a bondage and they are eagerly expectantly awaiting. They are aware that a day is coming. Is the church even aware? That a day is coming for the 
their freedom that they may enter into the glorious liberation the, the, the glorious 1000 years of the reign of peace and reconciliation the reign of the messiah they are where they are waiting that creation is aware. And that is where I want to talk to the church about. Is the church of Christ of this modern age even aware that the Messiah is coming? If you look at her, she has settled on this sin, the life of bondage to decay. She has settled in the life of bondage to, to death. She has settled in the life of bondage to sin. She has settled in the life of bondage to corruption. And she's comfortable. She does not want to leave that place. That's why there was so much pressure from on high to bring this to you. And ask you, Church of Christ, are you aware that the other creation is aware and they are preparing, longing eagerly, earnestly and eagerly waiting for that day? That when man fell, the curse touched even the entire creation. The heavens and the earth, all of them were touched. And he says, Father, let's read further on a bit more. And then he says here, if you read further on verse 22, and he says, we know that the whole creation has been groaning. I as in the pains of childbearing, childbirth, right up to the present time. We know that the entire creation has been groaning in labor pains, like labor pains. Meaning enduring. Meaning let me just endure this shortly will be alright. Meaning ever since the fall of man. Creation has not been enjoying life on the earth. Because they have been subjected to frustration. If you deal the land it cannot produce enough. A lot of problems happening on the earth. They are groaning. Groaning means in pain. You are crying out deep in pain. Why did Jesus tell the Pharisees if you don't celebrate this day the rocks will? The rocks will shout hallelujah hosanna to the highest if mankind does not. And he says in Amplified, verse 22, he says, we know that the whole creation 
Of irrational, so he talk about irrational creation, the mountains, the rivers, the oceans, the trees. He's saying, we know that the whole creation of rational creatures, the chicken, the goats, the cows, the, the mountains, has been mourning mourning together in pain of labor and groaning until now look at the amount of pain that creation goes through because of the weight the weight of sin but as the church also live like this have you lived as though you are in tremendous pressure of the weight of sin and you are groaning out the, oh, oh, and sighing out waiting for deliverance for the Messiah to come have you really lived like that? Creation. Umbaji. He's saying the rational creature, irrational, irrational creatures. The illogical creatures. And he's saying they have been living under pressure, the mountains, the rocks. Hallelujah. Today you know that the Lord is mighty. Not only did he go on the cross to the cross to deliver mankind, but the entire universe and the galaxies and the trees and the rocks and the mountains. It is unbelievable. And here he says verse 23. Verse, verse, verse 22 he says, For we know, verse 22, that the whole creation has been groaning in the pains of childbirth. Right up to the present time. Not so. But we ourselves. We have the fruits, he says. We have the first fruits of the spirit. And he said, grown inward, inwardly as we wait eagerly for the adoption of sons and the redemption of our bodies. But is that what the present day church has lived? When the first century church, the primitive church, they lived as though the Messiah was coming tomorrow morning. They waited every day as if tomorrow he will come. Tomorrow the rapture will happen. How much more should you be in this mode? And he says, not only so, 
But we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit we grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption into sons and the redemption of our bodies. What is he talking about here? He say that those that have the Holy Spirit. No wonder the current church is not groaning. Because if you have the Holy Spirit in you, he will tell you that Christ Jesus the Messiah is holy. And you should stop sin. That if you continue sinning, you will not see the kingdom of God. The Holy Spirit, my friend, he is very sensitive to sin. If you develop a life for perpetual sin, he will be grieved and he will move away. He will leave you. And that's why he has departed from the present day church. And that's why their cripples are not walking. The presence of God that the Holy Spirit brings is not in the church all over the world. But he's saying that those that have the Holy Spirit he will convict you to sin and he will cause you to repent and pursue holiness and he will teach you to walk with Jesus in holiness and he will tell you that holiness is the most important aspect of Christian salvation of the grace and he is saying that when you have the Holy Spirit in you that is now the taste of the first fruits that means your inheritance is God himself when you are co-heirs with Christ you are going to sit in the presence of God himself you are going to inherit Yahweh Hallelujah. You are going to live in the new Jerusalem where Yahweh himself and the Lamb will be there. The glorious Lamb. There will be no sun. There will be no moon. But the glory of Yahweh. The mighty God of Israel. And the Lamb. They will give light to that city. And so if you are going to be there. And you are here now. That means your inheritance is that. Your inheritance is God. And that when you are here. And you have the Holy Spirit. It's a little taste of what is to come. That's why he calls it the first fruits of what is coming. You know, the farmers normally take the first fruits of maize, of corn, and they choma, they put it on fire, or they, 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 they roast it, and that day they, they, they put some tea so people eat the first corn, which is sweet corn. 